What is up, everyone? I'm 98% sure we are live. I hope everything's working all right. As you guys know, podcasts, broadcasts, and programs, there's a lot of moving parts, but I think everything's uh, working so far. Uh, I am joined by the first guest of The Scope, USA Specialist, Battlefield content creator, YouTuber, and I would say purveyor of fine Captain Knowledge clips. Let's say, how you doing, man? Hey, what's up, guys? Doing all right. Off cool. work, talking some Battlefield. Heck yeah, man. Other than the Battlefield part. No, sorry. I'm not going to be like that. <laughs> I'm not going to be like that. Um, but yeah, guys, go check out his channel. Um, whether you guys are watching uh, on the VOD, if there's the one person that listens on the podcast, uh, check out his stuff. I'm going to go ahead and put his channel up on the screen. Uh, the link will be in show notes, descriptions, wherever you're watching this, check that check his channel uh he does a really good job uh with uh kind of industry discussion stuff that i like and enjoy listening to i would say would you say hot takes would you say hot takes informed hot takes hopefully at least from experience (laughs) nice so yeah how how's uh how has the youtube been going lately it's it's been a weird beast for me it's been so odd yeah so i took like a month off just you know when they announced all the feedback loops when they uh when they kind of sat down and just stopped communication stopped everything i just took like a month off just to kind of recalibrate you know kind of find that fire again and just let it happen and just you know let things roll out and now i'm jumping back into it but uh the the viewers are you know ready to come right back um the small core fan base that is left for for battlefield uh does show up so gonna keep talking <laughs> yeah i've noticed that too if i stay if i stay along with like the mo of my channel and do like news mm-hmm. news type stuff cover different things like that the viewers seem to be there but yeah man youtube is like is so unforgiving if you try to veer anything like anywhere off of of what your your audience wants yeah yeah your mic's static so from time to time <laughs> We're going to have mic issues. It's all part of the experience. It fits right in with the show and it's, it's going to be fun. <laughs> so yeah, I noticed that like anytime I do battlefield stuff, the, the viewers surprisingly stayed fairly, fairly static from across, even though um, I did have uh, the, the search volume pulled up for YouTube, which is interesting. It, it honestly, uh, it kind of mirrors the steam player numbers, like with patch 0.4, it came up like just a little bit. The search volume popped up just a little bit um, there towards the tail end of, of that. But the, the player count definitely jumped as well. I mean, you could say it quadrupled from as low as 850 players to like 4,000. Um, it was on like it was on trending. It was on Steam's trending for like a day. Uh, but it, it's dropped back to 2,000, something like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and that it kind of makes sense. The whole, the whole zero point four thing. I'd love to like hear your thoughts on it. I guess to close up what we talked about on YouTube, it's like, dude, for me, I can do like I said, I can do the battlefield stuff. And I thought that like talking about Call of Duty, and I don't. It might be like the battlefield pl- community is always supposed to hate Call of Duty, but like I posted that Modern Warfare two video, and it like did nothing. And I just I didn't think that battlefield is that far away from cod but maybe i didn't think it was that crazy of a content switch but 
Yeah. Yeah. No, don't do that. Yeah, but, I mean, maybe the Call of Duty fans just have such a different taste. Um, you know, they want clips and kill streaks. I guess. I guess that is possible. I don't know. Um. Yeah. So with patch zero point four, I refuse to call it four point oh. Uh. With <laughs> I was gonna bring that up. You. Uh. You're the one person. <laughs> It is staunchly calling it 0.4. It is what it is. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. You look at the patch notes. It's officially 0.4. The game's not even to 1.0 in my opinion. And by the naming conventions. Um, what what are your thoughts on it? I feel like it's so overall good, but it still doesn't excuse the fact that it's late. What do you think of it? Um, I'm kind of in the mindset that this is what we should have gotten after the beta like this is what the beta should have been um it is definitely playing much better hit detection movement servers all of that kind of stuff core stuff feels better um but that stuff we should have never had to give feedback on in the first place you know we shouldn't have to report crashes or bugs they should be able to you know produce that you know or get that handled by the beta uh and then we should have been talking about content by december and here we are in may talking about content that should have been coming out in like February. So it yeah. feels better as just a core shooter, but we're still months behind. We, yeah. And we talk, we talk, we talk about the, uh, Oh, like we compare, uh, battlefield to COD to halo and people are like, well, they're totally different games, but I argue that they're, they're the three triple a like main shooters. And, like we're so far behind those other games in content even halo which has had like some of the least amount of content that i've ever seen in a shooter is like on season two like just season two yesterday mike check i think it just happened yesterday yep and uh (laughs) i'm just gonna say we need a code word i'll be like pink turtle or something and then you fix it um yeah and then vanguard's on to season like four it's insane to me that we're we're still we're still fixing the game getting close to six months in how's it going tom what's up man um battlefield bad i don't know about the cap i don't know why you got the cap on there that's so weird we were talking about that and like i i don't know i've like personally had a really hard struggle with youtube and that's part of the reason i have this show it's like there there's been stuff i could make videos about with the with the data mining and stuff like that and i think they'd probably perform okay but I'm just, I want a roadmap. I want official content. Like I, I'm tired of like data mining and leaks to see what comes to Battlefield next. Like the community deserves better, in my opinion. We we should have had at least yeah. a roadmap. <clears throat> Tom says to do well, COD. Did, did you see? Did, did you see my COD video? Did you see the views on my Call of Duty video? Like, <laughs> dude, I would love to, but. Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah, patch patch your point four. Have you been playing it more? Uh I've been playing pretty consistently, but more so just to play it than like enjoy it, if that makes sense. Like none of my friends will play it. They all they deleted that months ago. They're not touching it. I play by myself for a couple hours here and there, record and that's it. Yeah. I recorded I like my my Twitch chat will like implore me to play it and it, like every two or three <laughs> weeks I'll break down and launch it and, and I only have like three or four matches in me. 
and yeah that's what i worry about is like even if it's fixed I, i'm really not into the design changes like i just don't or the design decisions i just really don't feel them your video today was like incredibly interesting where you, you had what what was the the moment that really enlightened me even as someone who's followed this like really closely and, and made videos as well is the whole like one developer saying what what went wrong and the other one saying hey it's great and fine like mm -hmm. the split and you, and you mentioned they were developers that worked there at the same time like that was crazy to me like it's such it's just such a weird case study and that's honestly been almost the only motivation for me to continue to cover it is because it's such an interesting case study with like how what they're what are they going to do with this thing moving forward i don't know yeah um i don't know i guess it sounds like they have another game in in, in development so uh, it hasn't killed the franchise not yet and that could be it i mean that's i mean we we might as well go tinfoil hat because it seems like on battlefield discussions we always have to go tinfoil hat because there's no there's no official information to talk about so like mm -hmm. do you think that there's a lack of content and the updates are slow because they are really gunning for that alleged 2023 cod gap i mean that's it's that's going to be a really interesting year if it is like the first year in like 17 or 18 where there's no cod like what who's going to try to fill that void mm-hmm well, even if you're shooting for 2023, like, what's the point of shooting yourself in the foot now? Like, they could still be rolling out content while Pink Turtle is a little bit slow. <laughs> yeah, they could definitely still be rolling out content. And at the very least, a roadmap, like, right? Like, if they would give the community, like, at least some kind of, like, light at the end of the tunnel would be there's something to look forward to. I feel like... Point zero point four brought players back and it brought it to where you, you could enjoy the game if you're into that but like there's just you, you can play it and you get past the bugs and stuff but then but then you start to see the other stuff that's there you start to see the map design you start to see like the no server browser where i mean you've had it you've had a server die off and then you go to get in another match and you're gonna play the same map again there's it feels like there's like it makes the lower map count feel even lower when you can't you it just puts you into breakaway three matches in a row. So all those other stuff start to pop up, but I'm just so torn. Cause on the one hand, it, it, it's incredibly unfair what they did to consumers and they probably made all their money on the front end. But having said that, at least they're getting it playable, which they wouldn't necessarily have to do. I don't feel like they're making a ton of money with it right now. Do you think, uh, what do you think about portal do you think that'll be persistent do you think that's a way to save it i got no audio i also spelled stuff wrong in the topics list what a hell of a show there i hear you you got me now all right, cool, cool. Uh, I mean, we all thought Portal was going to be something amazing to begin with, uh, and I don't think it's even lived up to that expectation. It's missing a lot of content. It's missing a lot of abilities. Like, it hasn't saved the game yet. I don't think it's going to. It was one of... We need, we need a core... We need core, you know, core multiplayer. Yeah, that's true. I... I... I honestly think it might be the easiest path for to save it if they added a lot of content to it and then 
they would they would regain that ROI by including it on the next game, just like carrying it forward, like leaving the twenty forty two stuff in there, whatever the next game is going to be, putting that in there as well. And I thought that, but it's just so weird. Like again, this is just a case study. Like we've never seen a game do this before. There's been a lot of content creators like uh, Moist Critical and Actman, and a lot of those large really large creators have talked mm -hmm. about this being one of the biggest failures in AAA gaming hindu uh, history along the likes of like No Man's Sky. They were able to bring that back, which is an awesome story. Uh, but I just, we're already getting to the point where uh, Modern Warfare 2 is gonna come out and this <clears throat> thing is gonna even have a more of an uphill battle. But I originally thought Portal might be the way to save it just because it it's given people a severe, severe case of nostalgia wanting those old maps back. And that's where they could do it mm -hmm. and it has a lot of the a lot of the features that we wanted right like the server browser and stuff like that is in portal so that would make it the easiest and it's still attached to the game but just it's so weird because yeah. i think portal has issues too right like it, it sounds cool on the surface like oh i can make all these cool game modes and stuff but i have to know i have to know 64 people like to fill it up <laughs> You also have to know that editor. That editor is insane. I haven't messed with it much. It's it's it's. I think it's like a little bit too complex. Um, you can do some amazing stuff, but like nobody has because I think it's it's maybe a bit too much. Yeah, that and there's probably. I mean the the percentage of like normal Battlefield the fans that would know what to do with that is probably so small mm -hmm. that who knows, but. I think a third mode, like a hazard zone re revamp or something, would do better uh, to bring players back. Yeah, do you think rate. you think it need to be free to play? Um, at this rate, I think it needs to do something. Uh, <laughs> free weekends, free weekends, free to play, Game Pass, something. Because um, nobody's gonna pay sixty dollars to try Hazard Zone again. Yeah, especially with like the word on the street with how it is. And I, I don't know, like, what they could do with Hazard Zone. Oh, man. And then you also have, even though, in my opinion, Firestorm was, like, 80% of the way there to being a really good BR. Mm -hmm. And I just yep. think the hardcore vocal Battlefield community doesn't want a third-type game mode like that. They don't want a BR. They don't want a Tarkov Extraction Royale. They don't want that kind of stuff. I think most everyone wants you know, conquest, breakthrough, rush, and it to play well. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Mike again. I mean... Um then hmm. but I thought I, I, I had originally thought that having like a like a game mode be free to play like that, like the like fire fire not firestorm. Hazard Zone and a Battle Royale type game mode being free, just exactly like Call of Duty was what this game needed, but I I just don't even know. I mean, uh, at the end of the day, I think the core multiplayer is the biggest issue. Those maps, maps, balance, content, progression, stuff like that. Yep. So what do yeah, you- uh, Specialists don't even bug me now. Like, it doesn't matter. I could deal with the specialists if the maps were designed to play well if it was balanced if there were weapons yeah it's like specialists aren't like my first choice but then again yeah. that's not what's killing it for me right now i just don't 
I want to make videos, but I, I don't want to play that damn game. <laughs> Uh, it's just not fun. There's just, a, at some point. there's just a lot of other stuff out there. What What do you think season one has to do? Um, content, 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 and and marketing behind it. Like actually tell people about the shit. Don't just tweet. Don't just have the dice communication tweet. Market this. Put it on social media. Have Twitch streamers play it. Get concept art out there. Like new artwork, new marketing. You know, get it in front of people because we. It, say 4.5 million people bought this game like rumor has it there's 2,000 people per platform playing it right now so like millions of people are gone uh and they're not checking back yeah so i think that's the only thing and that's a really good point with the marketing of it like season one has to deliver but at the other the other side of that is people have become so disengaged with the franchise at the same time, we saw the tweets of like the reveal, and I know we talked. I talked about this a couple weeks ago. The Battlefield reveal trailer was the top viewed game trailer of last year, and the gameplay reveal trailer was the fifteenth out of all video games, like everything. So, like they have the interest there. It it can be done, and I they need to play to the advantage of of that and those trailers and stuff to get people excited again and it's gonna be like a little bit of a feeling out process i feel like between the hardcore community and seeing another trailer because like in my opinion the trailer that we got didn't reflect the game very well mm. and there could be a lot of concern over that again but like notwithstanding that stuff it hit like those trailers hit and they make really good trailers yeah. and they need to use stuff like that and like some more like viral type marketing to get that yeah. stuff out there for season one for, for anybody to even look at it if it is good mm. and that's tell me if the mic freaks out i think we're about that time um <laughs> but what uh that's what i spoke about in today's video is so baffling to me is they knew what how to market this game they knew what to say they know what it needs to look like battlefield three and four on steroids dark military m-rated the whole thing and then behind that was a totally different game uh they marketed mike it which which <laughs> do you love the flow of that like it's a, right when you're getting on a roll how about now yeah uh it, yeah it's, it's on point today um but no like so that's the baffling thing is they were making a product they were marketing a totally different product essentially so it's like which which one of these things did they believe in do they believe in the marketing and like that's the vision that would sell or was it the game that they believed in? Because um, it's it's really weird. It's like if you were marketing Coca Cola and you said it tasted bitter, like what what's your angle then? Like, do you think bitter products are the way to go? Do you think sweet products are the way to go? Um, so 2042 and its marketing are totally different different visions, and that's what was so confusing to me. Because uh, somebody there knows what the fans want, and they said all the right words, and then they gave us something totally different. Yeah. The rumored sales numbers definitely reflect reflect that to be the case. And I mean, I remember like me, whenever we watched it and reacted to it, the trailer and stuff, getting hyped as shit for that thing. Like mm -hmm. it looked great. And then the game yeah. came out and we we're like so confused. So, I mean, it's in there, the marketing team's in there. And and I think you're, you're exactly right. Like even if season one is amazing, they still have to get people to come back and check it out. And we, I mean, we can talk about like the different ways they could do that. And it's going to be like a free-to-play mode, a lot of content, and then 
what do you, you think like they'd have to do trailers and everybody's gonna watch them like a new battlefield trailer is gonna be like super hyped and then yeah like creator campaigns with the with larger streamers and stuff like that to get people to mm -hmm. play it and hopefully it's there to deliver for people to enjoy and stuff i just i don't know what would bring me back i guess the map i'm a little bit excited i don't want to say excited that's the wrong word optimistic maybe about the map reworks because i think that's really badly needed um i'm like i hate the maps like almost all of yeah. them and then seeing I how think that's gonna be their truest that's gonna be their biggest test is to show if they have learned and if they can do it. If they can't get it done the second time, they can't do it. It's yeah. like incompetence then. At that point, it's going to be like, we just don't know how to design a good yeah. multiplayer Battlefield sandbox map. And it, it is, there are, there has to be some engine limitations is why it's either engine limitations or time as to why like the insides of the buildings are so sterile. There's like no finishing artwork on, mm. on a lot of the structures and the terrain and stuff like that is, it had to be something like that. I don't understand fully how a AAA game can like get to that point with with being in an unfinished state like that. But but it definitely did. Um, have you seen Have you seen a lot of the the data mines? Again, that's like all we have to talk about about like what we have coming up. Yeah, I've kept up with uh, temporal. I pulled I pulled up a couple of them. I'll put them on the screen and tell you about it here. Um, just to see see what your thoughts are these the the ones he talked about like the abilities sound absolutely abysmal to me so see what you think of this ghost walker going prone removes you from the enemy combat network you are undetectable when prone and can crawl faster than other specialists you like do you like encouraging more prone gameplay like mike i don't know I'll have to get you a phone to call in. I think... Um, yeah, go ahead. About pro gameplay, your favorite. Not, yeah, like... I feel like they're running out of, uh, like... The beauty of Battlefield is that there's a handful of sandbox, sandbox items that, you know, get rotated... Uh, and now we're kind of like making things so specific that it's starting to get, you know, Battlefield's already a chaotic and messy game. And now you got to watch out if like, oh, if that guy's laying around that corner, I won't know about it. Is it a dead body? Is it not on radar? Like, uh, it's just adding more, more factors in a game that's already chaotic. And uh, like, you know, this is fine in Siege when you're dealing with, what, five people per team? Yeah. That's fine. You can account for that. But there's 64 versus 64, and now you're like, oh, if you're laying down, I can't see you. It, it just, I think it adds another factor we don't need. Yeah, it's, I have, when I play that game, granted, I don't have a ton of time into it, um, but I have no freaking clue what makes you spotted and what doesn't, because you have like two or three specialists that can spot you or ping you, and then you have suppressors that work, and they didn't work on pistols for a long time. Like, what do those do? And I, I pretty much just ignore the fact if I'm spotted or not. Like, it, I know it'll say, like, location revealed if you get pinged by, like, Pike or something. But, I, yeah, it's so complicated. And, like you said, that's an incredible, incredibly good point. And I, I experienced it, but I didn't think of it like that. Like, when you have so many nuances to how things work with these specialists 
and then you put mm -hmm. 128 of them on them it's just absolute chaos like it's a lot of this yeah. stuff is just out of your control and i i get that way to where i've just ignored the mini map because I, I don't even know what it's telling me or how it works so i just look for people and listen and the audio i'm good for the sensor grenade mastery so i pay attention now <laughs> i guess that's just good that around <laughs> and then yeah there's oh there's so much stuff it's weird and then uh when you aim down the side of your weapon you automatically spot enemies reporting them to the combat network so this ironically is something that they had to patch in like battlefield one because people would set up macros to spam the spot key but now that's a feature it was a bug so so now that's a thing i just i mean i hate i hate literally all these and i i guess there's just a finite amount of ideas for specialists because mm -hmm. some of these are, are i mean almost all of these are from other games but i don't know and then uh improve repair tool repair and upgrade asset at an exponentially faster rate when this specialist is inside a vehicle that vehicle continuously replenishes health so you just Ooh. get in a vehicle and it auto repairs the, yeah. like yeah those two aspects make sense together but the prone doesn't like it was a vehicle based kit and now it's like the prone's kind of not I don't know if this is just ones that are in there and they, they might be for multiple uh, specialists or not I don't know and then uh what you automatically spot enemies while you're airborne okay that's that's random and then uh, electrified barbed wire damaging enemies nearby the barbed wire so you can fortify your boris turret forts even more with robo dogs and Ender's lost his shit about that today mike you gave him when you come back Gave him crap about what? Lost shit about that today. Huh? Bo Borsters? Uh, no, the barbed wire. Because, oh. like, I swear to God, I get killed by uh, electrocuted barbed wire in the middle of a battlefield game. <laughs> like, it's over. <laughs> I'm out. Uninstall. Yeah. And then there's some cool cosmetics. The the cosmetics are really funny. Uh, you, you posted them in your video today. I didn't think you commented on it though, but it's like it looks like a lot of the cosmetics are like going back to like Battlefield three and four. It's kind of funny with the the headgear yeah. for Rao and stuff like that. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. And then they have yeah the specialist he talked to you about earlier was was Hale. He had the RC drone um casper's drone isn't enough we need more remote control there, there's a new specialist there right he said hail is not the season one <sighs> this illustrates the incredible need for roadmap in my humble opinion um i don't know they're making up their mind man yeah it's just they're they're probably battling it out in a closed uh in a closed server and whichever specialist wins gets in the game first and then i don't know there's a bunch of boats he's talked about. Okay, they just combined all the attributes. Into one yeah. super ultra specialist. I can't wait yeah. to hear the voice lines from that one. I love the voice lines. You know who loves voice lines? Ham. He hates them. Yeah. Um, and then here's the new map. So the new what's troubling to me is we're only hearing about a new map. Like what if, what if so if I had to bet 
and we'll, we'll see what you think if this happened. If I, like if you made me guess what season one's gonna be, I feel like it's gonna be the exposure ridge map, like one of each type of weapon and a new specialist and a battle pass. You think that's enough? It's not enough, but I think that's what's gonna happen. You think so too? Well, then they said a couple of map reworks, yep. kaleidoscope and another one, like two of them, something like that. But yeah, yeah. If we can get all that, I think it'd be better. I want to see what the battle pass is. That's honestly my biggest interest. There definitely will be one. I hate battle passes, by the way. But they're... it's just like some sort of progression. That's yeah, the prog the progression's cool, I guess. What I hate about battle passes is like you're paying for the opportunity to unlock stuff. Like you could pay for it, and then if something happens where you don't get a play, you just donated mm -hmm. your money. Sorry about it. See you later. Like thanks for playing. I hate that. I hate that part about it. Like you don't get anything if you don't if you don't play and unlock this stuff yourself after you paid for it, which is a little bit frustrating. But um, yeah, there needs to be something to work for because the, the weeklies aren't cutting it. <laughs> I uh, here's also a conspiracy theory. I think all the white weapon skins we got were from season one. You know, the white exposure map, the snow, the mountains, the white camos. They're so all they white camos. Forward. Yeah, I think they pulled all of it from season one and then just pushed it forward. Like, because those are all like one pack of skins, right? Didn't we find that out? They're like all the same skin. Uh, the hexagonal one. Yeah, like so. Yeah. Like four out of the six we four out of the six weeks with white camo skins, were four of the six yeah. of them were like the same one, like a universal one that they yeah. split I up. I feel like I feel like those were battle pass items initially, and they just like pulled them up. Yep. Your mic again. Then trying to think of what else. Honestly, I don't know. I probably shouldn't be talking about Battlefields. I'm so out of touch with it, to be honest with you. <laughs> like I haven't played it in so long. I've been playing like Tarkov and Siege and a, a little bit of Rebirth Island. And then if I do play Battlefield, I'm playing four, one, and five. Like occasionally I'll hop into those. And it almost depresses me because there's so much there's so much more enjoyable, but I definitely see a little bit of a revival in the community with patch 0.4. I mean, there's there's more people playing it for sure. And that there that could be um I also see an overall sentiment in the first person shooter community where people are just like not excited about like anything. And people might be yep. coming back to yep. give Battlefield a try. Yeah. And that that I might play that, that might play well in the season. That's even worse on console where you play on Xbox like there's I mean, what do you play? What do you play? Uh, not shooters. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> there have been days. There have been days that like we were just sitting there, like me and a party, where it was like, "Fuck it, we're gonna play uh, Among Us on console." Like that. That's the state <laughs> we play Among Us. Among Us. How's Captain Knowledge in Among Us? Does he play it? Uh, pretty terrible. <laughs> like yeah. toxic or not good at it both a little bit of both either <laughs> dies first or uh or we just harass him the entire time <laughs> that'd be great i feel like that should that's, be that's, pretty, that's our goal is just to trigger him as much as possible yeah i think you need to get captain knowledge liquored up and then stream some among us i think that would be top, top tier content i know i would watch it and it would it, it would be good i can't see it uh that's where it would be good but 
Yeah, I guess overall the the wrap up battlefield. I I know I'm sounding so excited in my voice. And I said this on the last ep- the ap- the episode after like the the patch. It's just it's like cool thanks guys for making it work, but still like that's I I likened it to ordering a computer. Like you see a cool trailer for or a cool ad for a computer, you order it and it shows up and it's it's shows up on time or actually shows up a month late <laughs> and, and it's a case with a power supply unit in it you're like where's the rest and like you get the rest of it in three months and it's just yep. i mean would you be happy no and how kind of how i like in it like or what i what i think it's like and i don't know are you just what are you playing then siege i've been playing siege lately um and pretty much just siege and tarkov honestly back and forth i get kind of addicted to siege when the playing ranked sometimes because it's i don't know <laughs> especially when you play with randos it's almost like gambling um because sometimes you get good ones and you win and you move up rank and then you go down and then you lose a couple and you're like but if i play one more i can get that elo back and then you like you just keep keep playing and trying to rank up uh honestly yeah, what I, I do that with apex ranked yeah that, it's addicting ranked is addicting i hope i hope the new modern warfare has has a good ranked system i i need a different ranked game because people are really good at rainbow six siege on pc i'm gonna be honest i was mm-hmm. i was gold two so i was one game away from gold one feeling pretty good last weekend and then i started drinking bourbon uh and i woke up sunday morning to a silver two rating <laughs> because i just kept playing i i started i started mixing bourbon with mountain dew for some reason and calling them bourbon dews and that's not a thing like it's not it's not good but that's what i was do what is there a vod is this recorded yeah it's somewhere deep within the bowels of twitch i should i should uh edit your mic's little static again um i should i should edit up a super cut of like bourbon dew and the skid to silver two it was so bad and then so like this week we've been trying to get back out of silver i think i'm one game from getting back into gold but yeah there's been a couple games where i got dutied on dutied on by uh silver so that felt great and then i go back to tarkov what was it expensive know. whiskey that you were putting a mountain dew i don't know the first one was yes the first one was what and i don't know i don't know how that how we got to that and then i just started Buffalo like trace and mountain dew yeah i was putting like weller 12 year in mountain dew then I, I started i started calling calling them bourbon dews and i just think i liked saying bourbon dew and then it just happened it's he just woke up and it's like oh let's go play some siege and i go to warm up and I'm silver too. What? I should go back. That VOD would be very, <laughs> very interesting on how that happened. But ranked modes are cool for that kind of stuff and play with your friends and like trying to level up. And then Tarkov is just, I don't know, that game's insane. I, I really like it a lot. I wish I was good at it. I do okay. I think I have like a, they say like if you have like a 50% survival rate, it's, it's okay. And I think I'm at like a 60. So like that's like, Probably gold three, silver one, and, and dark off as well. I feel like, and then even more exciting. This weekend I'm playing in a Warzone tournament. 
and I haven't played Ooh. Warzone in two weeks. Uh, for old people, it's called the Tournament for the Olds, and you you have to be over thirty to play in it. <laughs> it's gonna happen, dude. It's gonna happen. Eventually, there is going to be a pro league, like beer league for old people for esports. It's gonna happen, and I'm I'm gonna be there for it. I'm gonna. Is, there, is there a payout? Yeah, there's like two two thousand dollars like prize pool for the top couple teams. So I mean, you guys all got to put your retirement funds onto it. It's a pretty big deal. Yeah, four hundred one k's and Roths are on the line. Everybody's got to put it in there. Uh, jeez. Yeah, and it's uh, I think it's it's Saturday like eleven Central Time. So it, you know it's over it's over by three p.m. in time for supper for the for the early bird special for all the old people but rebirth rebirth is still fun to me um warzone like big warzone caldera i'm, I'm out on um mm-hmm. multi caught multiplayer nah i think i don't know have you seen the battle bit remastered did you see that? i've seen it yeah a lot of people are excited about that again um that's an interesting concept it really is because it, it has a lot of the stuff that battlefield doesn't like the server browser and you can drag your fallen teammates and like uh people are really like the reticles and stuff and the gunplay and things like that but it just looks like minecraft so it's like it's a it's an interesting paradigm because it's like we've always pushed for realism right like photorealism frostbite engine make it look cool and then you get a game that has everything else but like kind of crappy graphics but that those graphics allow you to have all that other stuff easily and also run really well mm-hmm. they said it allows them uh your mic again they said they said it allows them to do like 250 players or something on a server which after 128 player servers i'm not sure if that's something that we need but <laughs> But still, it's it's just such an interesting concept to like go in a different direction from everybody else. Everybody else is pushing pushing photorealism, and then you have something that's like Minecraft, but does everything else really well. So I'm interested in that. I'm interested anyway. to see if they give up on the 128 uh, players, just totally, because they're making the map smaller too. I think maps could be smaller and still have 128 players, but I don't think they'll. Yeah. I don't think they'll ever do it again. I, I hope not. I and admittedly, I don't know if you did or not, if you recall, but I, I kind of bought into the hype a little bit on the 128 players. I was excited. I think I think you can do it. Um like there's no reason it's impossible. They just didn't do it right. I mean, it doesn't play very well with sixty-four players, so <laughs> all right, true, fine, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't the the 64 breakthrough was all right and then, and then I, like hazard zone hazard zone doesn't even use 128 so it's like what's the point of this yeah that is weird because like when i remember that when we originally heard 128 players in conquest we're like well battlefield 5 had 64 players in their servers and then 64 players in firestorm so like 128 mm-hmm. player hazard zone extraction mode hell yeah no. Mm-mm. How many are in hazard zones? Like yep. sixteen? Was it sixteen or thirty-two? Thirty-two. 32. We, we haven't played it since I got my angel on a seventeen extract streak, and then we're like, "What are we doing out here?" 
<laughs> done. So silly. That game mode is so silly. Because, like, the best way to play... I think it's because of the maps. I think it's because of the maps. Let's I don't know, dude. Where you can see all the squads. Like, you can see each other spawn. Like, <laughs> I you know. You can see the far corners of the map. Like, It might be... This might be, like, a snobbish Tarkov player opinion. But the gameplay is so shallow. And then the meta for the game, because you don't have to worry about money after you play it twice, is... To not get drives but they tell you you're supposed to collect hard drives but that puts you on the map so if you don't collect hard drives and just go kill everybody else that has them that you can track easily and then extract and that's the game mode and it's just like what the hell are we doing like we don't need these drives and that's the whole premise of the game like it plays better if you don't go get them weird you're making me want to play hazard zone and just be toxic that's what you do it's basically in a nutshell, it's a shitty BR that instead of a circle, you have planes that pick you up that bring people close together, and that's how that's how to play it. Like you just play it to kill everybody else. And to to aid you in that, the idiots pick up stuff that tracks them, so you can follow them wherever you want to go. Boom! Easiest but we BR need more ever. What? I was yes. told. Yeah we're here to get more drives why is that because because they said we're supposed to get more drives so we can get does anyone even know what's on those things what uh satellite stuff cool cool i love the lore i love the lore behind it tarkov's got some insane um, but... lore did you hear about that did do you ever do you hear anything about tarkov or is it like I like watch it sometimes. I don't. I don't dig into it. They had a crazy event last week that like made everybody mad at each other. It was wild. They took away uh, the traders in the fleet. Uh, oh no! Go ahead. If you want to say no, you're fine. Go ahead. What's up? Um. So there was actually something that I experienced after I put out today's video, which I actually make videos a couple days ahead. Um. There is an audio line when you when you join the maps. You know how they're like, we're here to stop the Russians. Like that the little intro. I am not kidding. There is an audio line in the game on Orbital where the AI speaker is like, there's not much cover, but do what you can. Like like, tell me tell me that the devs were taking this seriously. Your mic your mic again. I'll let you go because you're on a roll. But uh, your mic. But that that's awesome. So the AI are like, there's not much cover. Like, we know these maps are good. That's actually immersive because that is yep. how it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the the Tark, <laughs> that's amazing. You gotta find that. You, that's you gotta. Tweet I'm good. I need to find the audio recording. Yeah, you it's like the introduction that. to the map to everybody. I know there's not much cover, but <laughs> I know these maps yeah. are dog shit, but we'll do the best we can. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so the, the Tarkov the Tarkov event was uh uh they took away they took away all the traders in the flea market. So you couldn't you couldn't buy anything. You just had to go with what you had. Which on one hand is kinda cool because it made it like old school Tarkov, where it's like I mean stuff is hard to come by. But at the same time, it was so weird because some people it didn't affect at all. Some people had like super full stashes. They had tons of stuff they could use. It didn't affect them in the least bit. And then you had certain people like low level people that couldn't buy anything. So they had to scav in and use crappy stuff. And then 
kind of in the middle of all that, which was hilarious to me. Somebody who plays a lot might get mad at me, but one of the metas for storing weapons in your inventory is if you take the pistol grip off, it takes up way less squares. So a lot of people will have items cases full of weapons with no pistol grips that you can't use. They're red, like you can't shoot them until you put a grip back on them. So people people would have all these guns, all these chats had all these guns in their inventory and they couldn't buy pistol grips for them to use them. So they had guns that they couldn't use for like a week. So in canon, you're sitting there playing, you're like in the wilds of Russia or whatever, just taking the lower off your AR. Back in the, in the stash, yeah. <laughs> yeah, back back in your hideout, you're like, man, this gun fits way better in my gun safe if I take this pistol grip off and throw it away. Yeah, if you just rip the receivers apart. Yeah, I can fit more of them <clears> in here. <throat> That's what's up. Back in the stash, but yeah, so that was wild. But there, it's some lore with what's coming with the with the uh, the new trader. There's going to be a new in-game trader, the Lightkeeper, and a lighthouse expansion map, and then hope. There's a lot of stuff coming to Tarkov, and that. I don't know like talking about these other games that actually have content coming makes me sad to, for battlefield even more but there's like so much coming for tarkov you have the lighthouse expansion the trader they're adding rogue bosses they're adding a completely like standalone different game mode they're adding arena and i don't know if that's going to have ranked or be like a mini br or something but they're adding arena game mode and they're adding entire new map streets to tarkov and then there's like three or four other maps that are on the overall game map that are eventually coming too so like there's like there's so much coming to that game that that it's crazy it'd be cool to get to console one day i hope they do you know console kids are gonna hurt themselves on a game like that <laughs> you think they'll be mad Too Dude, much sandstorm tr sandstorm gives people the console <laughs> community on sandstorm is the funniest thing in the world as seen in that video that video is great like that was so stand funny. in the doorway stand in the doorway <laughs> what what can do you is there any context to that clip like what prompted this man so if you guys don't know uh usa specials did a really funny video on his channel about like hilarious insurgency clips and one guy just started talking about how to survive a nuclear blast like i, th I think it was prompted because of russia's invasion he's like guys remember if there's a nuke just stand in the doorway <laughs> we're like that's earthquakes but okay <laughs> wrong disaster uh, your mic again so it's like he's saying like uh yeah if you guys have a bunch of uh deadly radiation that doorway is you're gonna be just fine the doorway is, is just gonna protect you just fine don't even worry about it that's amazing um <laughs> i think that covers battlefield i guess i don't know i'm i'm just i think about it all the time and it like I get like a pit in my stomach when I think about just do I make the video that says I'm done with this game like I'm just make like the video and then I just go back to like restarting my YouTube channel essentially I don't know I, I like the uh, visual of you like staying awake at night like laying in bed just like staring at the wall Dude, I'm... about Battlefield <laughs> it sounds okay yeah it does sound stupid but like <laughs> and it probably is stupid but I'm I'm always thinking about like what Cause I, cause I like making videos so much and like do like doing this kind of stuff and making content. I'm like, how can I make it better? And I'm like, I had all these plans for battlefield and then I just don't even want to play it. It's so weird. And then I try, I'll like slip in some experiment videos on my channel, like that modern warfare one. And they just don't do absolutely it. tank. So it's like, <laughs> it's like you keep 
keep up and make yourself play that battlefield and make content that people will watch or do you play games that you enjoy and make content that only a few people will watch and it's like on one hand you're like oh that's easy just just play what you want and do it for fun but at the same time it's really fun to get views <laughs> like so i'm just being honest like that's and i think that's how everybody is you can say you know i do it for the love of making videos which i do but it's, it's incredibly rewarding when people enjoy that and watch it and you get views and stuff so it's like really it's a really uh really tough thing to do to decide what to do but yeah i think it's not too hard i don't really have to play the game too much to keep up with the news and stuff but lately i haven't even been doing a good job of that because frankly when i see data mine stuff it pisses me off because i'm like just tell us what is actually coming because there was a lot of data mine stuff in battlefield 5 that never made it into the game mm -hmm. so. so but yeah so modern warfare roman numeral <laughs> 2 how on a scale of nine to ten no i'm kidding on a scale of one to ten how excited are you um i'm actually more excited for the campaign to be honest if they can keep up with 2019 uh, i'm more excited for the soundtrack uh because they're bringing sarah shackner back she's amazing uh she did, philly she girl did. represent did she do uh, she, 2019? She did 2019. She did Anthem. She's done Assassin's Creed. Like, she's awesome. worked with EA, but she didn't do 2042, and she would have killed it. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. You did a video about that, right? Like, you wish she would have been the one to do. I mentioned something about her. I was like, she would have she been a great pick. Um, I'm more excited for the, the, uh, the artwork, you know, the fan work music campaign stuff like that i'm not a huge cod multiplayer fan so warzone 2 could be exciting we'll check that out yeah it's gonna do really well and i'm worried uh your mic again um i'm i'm worried about the timing of it in relation to battlefield um i think a good segue might be able to talk about that like worst case scenario is like season one of battlefield finally makes it out at the end of summer and you have modern warfare 2 beta like open beta yep. for season one and then the mm -hmm. game releases you're at like season two and that's about the time that it, <laughs> that it's going to release and i think this game is hitting the market at a really good spot i mean you have you have the normal undulating cod cycle right like oh my god it's a new game and mm -hmm. we hate it but it's time for a new one get excited again like you have that whole cod cycle this one's gonna hit a feverish pitch i think because i and a lot of people i mean some cod purists no one's ever had not everyone is always happy but um a lot of people liked modern warfare 2019 and it's their biggest selling call of duty today it's the last one that i enjoyed playing any bit of multiplayer in um and like there's a massive amount of nostalgia for that people are really not enjoying vanguard called is losing players more people are playing on rebirth and I think they can, and people are like clamoring for Verdance to come back, which is a great marketing opportunity. I think they can do an event with that, bringing Verdance back, mm -hmm. getting people excited. And I don't know, I think it's going to be really big. I think it's going to meet or exceed the 2019 sales. I think there's a lot of people ready for it. And Warzone 2 will be equally as big, I think. Yeah, hopefully they ironed out all the uh, issues that they had with the game engine stuff. And we get a goddamn FOV slider on console. So what, you hear the man? Come on, guys. I, dude, that's 
console play that's all they say like that they want like heard that so much on twitter they did it for cold war they did it for cold war and then they got rid of it so Hmm. and that that just has to do with like the rendering so i guess if you up your fov like you have to you have more to render and stuff i think like they're worried about the frame rate on the fixed hardware yeah you have to keep a certain frame rate yeah that's crazy that's such a disadvantage i would hate that there's so many other shooters in other games like battlefield has been doing this since like 2018 um mm-hmm. yeah there's there's so many other big shooters that do it yeah it needs to happen they the interesting part about warzone 2 is did you did you hear that uh thing where the developers started talking about um how they messed up with warzone 1 like how it was going to be mm. they did so it it was kind of cool what they did was um they had a kind of like an insider meeting with creators and press like you know charlie intel and ign and stuff like that they did like a closed news conference kind of thing and the developers came out and said hey we messed up with warzone um we didn't expect it to take off like it did um the next game like cold war was going to have its own battle royale but warzone was too popular so we kept along that it wasn't made in the beginning to have other games weapons all thrown into it and that's where uh, a lot yeah. of the problems stemmed from and but what was cool is they just admitted it right like i was so impressed mm-hmm. by that and like you know activision blizzard whatever they have their problems <laughs> pretty severe problems for sure but like i respected that from the developers to come out and say hey man we fucked this up and they essentially did say that i think that i think they said that verbatim um and this is this is why and this is what we're doing in the future so it's warzone 2 is going to be really really interesting to see what they learned and how they designed it like your mic again um how they design it from like the ground up if what improvements they make and how much smoother it plays it'll also be interesting to see because modern warfare 2019 was a massive engine upgrade it's going to be interesting to see if they do that too for this one it seems like their modern warfare ones the infinity war titles are where they do their like big iterations in graphics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'd assume it's picking right up from a 2019 story and all of that kind of content. Yeah, it's, they said it's a it's a sequel to 2019's, and then uh, the campaign is rumored to play in Warzone centered around like the drug wars in Colombia. So mm-hmm. different than the traditional like Middle Eastern conflict stuff. So that'll be a be a cool change for something different there um yeah it's gonna have you know cap and price and ghost has already been teased on twitter and they're they're definitely playing into the nostalgia i i'm worried about it cod is falling into um so much repetition with remastered content that i i get tired of that uh along the same mm-hmm. lines as as your video where you talked about you didn't want a battlefield 3 remaster you want new stuff we deserve to have new content we've already played that stuff i get that way with cod maps and and their yep. their live service has slowed down a lot too not mm-hmm. not you can't even call battlefield a live service at this point in my opinion <laughs> um not to that point but do you think like the the lack of content in uh battlefield and halo is like allowed other games like call of duty to slack off a little bit it seems like they're as a whole we get less content across the industry the bar is definitely lower this year i'd say 
anything that comes out winter 2022, like you put out 10 maps instead of seven maps, you can beat Battlefield. So <laughs> I think the bar is just lowered. It feels like it. It's like a, it's an alarming trend, like less and less content for an equal or higher price. It's, yeah, I don't know. Not great. And then Halo has a BR coming out um, probably late this year. I don't know if you've seen that. I, I, I saw the leaks for that and stuff. And then what's weird is in season two, which is, I think I just downloaded the update for it. I'm not sure when it releases, if it's today or tomorrow. They have a last Spartan standing game mode coming. Do you see that? Yes. It's kind of, <clears throat> I feel like they're going to use it for balance, like just to test things before the full game. That's what I wondered too. Cause it looked like it had a circle and everything. Like it had the gas yep. circle closing in and like, it just looked like a little tiny BR. Yeah. It's just a mini BR. But which I didn't know if the leaks could have came from that, but yeah. The leaks seemed bigger than that like odst drop pods like bigger oh yeah the drop pods i remember that yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that makes sense i think that would get that would get people pretty amped up to come back and try that game yep. out a PR. it always does season two got that game's numbers way up last night so i need to check it out i just downloaded it i just i just did download that game i need to check it out that game was so surprising to me like the lack of content it came out with after getting delayed an entire year that was incredible yeah, but the, it's, it's like seven years old now and uh we just got season two <laughs> yeah but it did play well when it released like i thought it i thought it played well mm-hmm. um your mic again um i'm i wonder how active people are gonna be with forge i feel like forge is kind of like a portal type thing where maybe the community can help with the content drought a little bit i'm not sure how it works like i'm not sure like um, how Forge works for like if somebody builds a map, like how it gets out to others. I don't. There's you... a file browser that uh, I was a big Forge user in Halo Reach. I feel like that's where Forge kind of peaked. Mm-hmm. And uh, if we're getting the Forge that they're promising, which I'm a little concerned, it's going to be overcomplicated. Um, that will probably be one of the biggest reasons people return making custom games servers file browsers all sorts of stuff and maps right like they can make people can make maps yep. too right yeah that'll be super yep. cool to so, see what people do mm-hmm. as long as their server browser is good because i know there were some issues they've had in prior games where like the server browser just didn't didn't work very well so you never found like community content very easily so that's that's always a problem with games with game modes like that and stuff like that is like it's cool to make community content but getting it out to people or other people to join and use it and enjoy it is a challenge i really feel like but yeah it, portal i feel like portal has almost nothing uh organically made yeah i mean when it when it first launched you could go through and find servers of people trying like they would have cool sounding game modes and stuff but their servers would just be empty and it's like how do you know as a player, like you can hop in there and look around and have like no clue what the hell is gonna you're gonna jump into. And also there wasn't progression in the beginning when people wanted to level up to. They just now fixed that. Like I just saw that like the other day. So it's like, come on yeah, guys. Like today. Yeah. Uh, they didn't think people would want to progress when they played it. <laughs> that was that really blindsided them. But what do you think about this stuff? Have you heard much about the the quote-unquote DMZ with with COD? 
that mode. Like um, I've not kept up. I haven't kept up with that very much. The extraction mode. Yeah, there's rumored to be an extraction type mode, but it's like I just get PTSD from Hazard Zone when they would talk it, like, about replace it. Replace plunder, I would assume. Probably, or like uh, like in modern 2019, you had like special ops, like the spec ops missions where you went into mm-hmm. the to the bigger map and. Yeah, yeah. It would be it would be kind of like that, kind of like a fourth auxiliary mode like that. And I I I don't know. There's been a there's some people and I think eventually a AAA studio is probably going to figure out how to do an extraction mode and get people hyped off Tarkov cuz there is a lot of console players that would probably like to at least try a game of, like a game like that. So mm-hmm. someone's going to get close. I I just don't know. I'm not calling it Tarkov. It's not, there's not ever going to be, I don't think there'll ever be like another Tarkov. That game's wild, but people are trying. There's a, there's a new game called Marauders. That's a wild game. Have you seen that or any videos of that? I've seen a little bit of it. It's crazy. It's like, it says it's on an alternate timeline where the great war never ended. I'm assuming Mm -hmm. that's world war one, right? Great war. And instead of like trying to patch that up and stuff, the faction just went out and branched out into space. So you have like a steampunk space looking thing with all like World War One weapons and stuff in it. It's so it's so weird, um, but it's cool. It's kind of crazy. The graphics are wild. Like when you're out in space, there's like stars exploding and black holes and stuff. But like, it's like Tarkov in the fact uh, your mic static again. Um, you, you uh. Are on a ship so you have your own ship instead of a hideout and you can fly around and you can like try to commandeer and board other people's ships and like pvp inside the ship and try to take theirs or there's big space stations you can dock at and then it's like a raid you can go in there and like try to find loot and there could be pve or pvp in there then you just go back to your ship and fly around in space and look for the next it's what it's weird i'm i hope it works out yeah but- i've seen very little on it um <clears throat> And then what's the other game that the ex Dice employees are making? So oh, I forgot the name. Yeah, um Arc Raiders. Arc, yes. And that'll be cool. No too. idea what it is yet, but it looks cool. <laughs> it looks what we know about it, it's third person. So it's kind of the battlefront feel, and then it's PvE only. So like but you can play with friends in a squad. But I think it's something that looks kind of like you have a base and then places on the map like the aliens will drop in and you have to go kill the aliens and you can loot them, I think, and then take like their parts and pieces back to your uh, fort and craft them into guns and stuff. But it also had specialists too that do that do different stuff. And they all they are also working on a first person shooter multiplayer too at Embark Studio, which Mm. definitely keep an eye on that for sure, because yeah we need something please um i don't know is there anything else about modern warfare 2 the only honestly i think i'm excited about warzone 2 a little bit and what they do with rebirth i hope i i think Mm -hmm. in all the polls i've seen from large call of duty creators and and news sites is that more people are playing rebirth and caldera um i hope they expand on rebirth it's really fun i hope they add more maps or several more maps instead of just one and then i kind of want to play search and destroy in multiplayer i'm getting that itch with playing mm-hmm. siege again i think like i always embellish it in my head and think it's going to be great it's going to be like a simplified siege and i get excited but it yeah I don't know. 
as much as I don't like the gameplay of Call of Duty, I'm excited to see them come out and just teach the industry a lesson like they did with 2019. Like, this is how you market a game. This is how you make a game. This is what people want to play. Yeah, I th- I, it, it is. Seems like, seems like everybody else forgot. It is going to be, a, it's like, I can't say it is, but it's it's likely going to be a masterclass in, uh, in marketing. I think they could play off, they have that nostalgia card to play off of. They always do a really good job with yep. that. They have a massive creator network to play off of, like you said. And they do they do like a lot of partnerships and stuff where they've already for for Modern Warfare 2, they've already started to partner with like the NFL and doing they did stuff at the draft where they showed sneak peeks to draft candidates and stuff and they got a tweet about it. And like they they're just gonna market this shit out of it and yep. yeah, it's gonna love or hate COD. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be massive. It's gonna be huge. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to in that. Uh, as far as the rest of it goes, if you want to, you want to touch on insurgency a little bit. The new um, stuff coming to that. I really don't know if there's too much to say. I mean, it's another DLC kind of seasonal pack like they've been doing. New content, new map. Uh, there are differences between the PC and the console versions, like what weapons we're getting. Um, but. That game, if it wants to stick around on console especially, it needs, like, dare I say, battle passes, seasons, something something to tune back in for more frequently. Because the console, console is lacking content. We don't even have the guns or the cosmetics that PC has. Really? I thought it was a copy. I thought he had all the same. Nope, we're missing some of the most important weapons, like the HK416 is not on console um there's there's a lot of missing weapons like we just got the vector and the vector and p90 like a month ago like we're, we're missing a lot of weapons uh, i think we might have the same cosmetics and same maybe, i don't know i'm not sure about the cosmetics maps maybe we have the same your mic again um i had no clue i thought everything was the same i thought it was i thought it was like a copy paste uh copy paste thing it was the exact same and then i was honestly impressed like a lot of times when you have cross-platform games sometimes call of duty does a good job with this but i, I just remember the PUBG days like when there would be new content and new maps pc would get it like a couple weeks early and then it would trickle down to consoles and several games have done that I, and i always thought it was cool that insurgency did it all the same but i guess they didn't mm-hmm. yeah. uh their updates are currently i believe pretty much the same time but we're still missing vanilla content, which is kind of weird. Hmm. Um, and I think there's like next gen updates that are still coming. I don't know. They're they're kind of behind on that stuff. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. I'm I'm rooting for it though. Like I I hope it succeeds, and I hope they mm-hmm. can get it straightened out and get people back. Because like, Insurgency is one of those games. Like you hear about games. Like I'm sure World War Three has like aspirations of of making it to console eventually if if their play test and pc launch goes well but in and you hear that quite a bit but like insurgency is one of the games that actually did that where they said you know if this goes well on pc we'll have the means to get it to console and they actually got it to console so i and i i hope it's avail i hope that happens to more like indie type games on pc that they actually get to make that that jump over to console for more people to enjoy because yeah they've been doing some nice stuff like texture updates and whatnot for next gen but uh it's a content issue yeah and world war three is just out there chilling man i don't know what they're doing <laughs> they're they're scaring me they're scaring me for sure um 
I don't know, dude. That game. I, I feel like we've literally been saying since 2018, this game has potential. <laughs> and it's still the same thing. Like, you ask somebody, you ask a content creator, what do you think of World War Three? Oh, it has potential. It's like, they should literally make World War Three t-shirts that say it has potential on it. Like, <laughs> that's all you hear. And they're still, they did another stress test. And I, st I still think they had server issues. That's what killed the game in 2018. It's like, get, yeah. can you can you cons hire a consulting person to come help with the netcode? Like, what engine is it on? Unreal. Okay. That's <laughs> no on Unreal Four. <laughs> is yeah. that not good? No, no. Like everything's on Unreal. Like insurgency's yeah. on Unreal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, I so. yeah, I think so. There's Ark Survival is Unreal. Like, there's a bunch of Unreal games. Oh, there's tons of them. I didn't know if, like, yeah, thought that had... This should easily... Shooting. Well, it's oh, not like I they're using you. some weird proprietary thing. Yeah, yeah, it shouldn't... I feel... I don't know. I feel conflicted saying this because I'm not a developer and I feel like I don't have a leg to stand on to say this, but I feel like Unreal 4 has, like, a pretty straightforward way to, to network the networking stuff because there's a lot of games that already do it but i don't know maybe maybe you heard it here first crash game says unreal engine 4 is easy get your shit together it's easy <laughs> everybody's doing it i could do it no no i cannot do it. i could not do it um i should i kind of want to hop back into insurgency is that uh your mic again um, is that have like uh when the new stuff comes out they do PvP stuff with like maps and guns and cosmetics, but aren't isn't there some kind of like zombie type mode, like a PvE mode, like a night mode and uh there yes, there are PvE modes and they're actually quite difficult. They're multiplayer esque. They're like there's some fun ones where you're like doing operations through towns and stuff and you can play on pretty hard difficulty uh at night or whatever and you can totally customize your kit like you could multiplayer uh even more so so the pve is pretty good if you need to like brush up on it i kind of want to try that i i never did I, I i never fully understood the game modes either i've played a, a couple tens of hours of insurgency on pc and it, it feels it feels good. I really like the gunplay. It almost feels like Tarkov. I almost feel like you can kind of practice Tarkov just with the, the recoil and stuff like that and the movement. But I didn't ever really get a grasp on the game modes. I always just played push. I think. We, we play uh, front lines, which is essentially just domination. Isn't there one where there's kind of like there's no respawns until your team takes a point? And then you get your team back. Uh, I thought that was push. Either push or front lines. One of those two. I do the I do the one where like you go to take the point and you get so many waves to take the point. And then if you take it, you get more waves. Like everybody respawns on a timer. That uh, sounds like that sounds like push. I think <laughs> I I almost exclusively play front lines. Nice. No, not front lines. Um, no, I just totally lost it. Um whatever i i don't play front lines or uh push what's the what's the other one i totally lost the name for it uh um, telling you telling you these game modes are whack <laughs> there's a lot of game modes in that that are all very similar yeah 
there's just like tiny differences. Give me give me S and D. I think a round base search and destroy with those mechanics would be so good. Um Yeah, Insurgency is a cool game. I just hope I hope other games can follow suit. Um and I don't think Tarkov will ever come to console. It would be cool. <laughs> but I, I doubt they ever they ever do that. Tarkov is wild because that game's uh built in Unity. Which is like what I traditionally thought like games like Tetris and platform games were built in Unity. Like I don't know how they made it like I think uh Assassin's Creed is Unity. Or it was. Hmm. Is it Unity? Yeah. Uh, old school to? Assassin's Creed. Yeah. I'm gonna double check this. Tarkov engine. Google save me from my Yeah, it is Unity. <laughs> okay. There are other 3D games in Unity. I just remember seeing like weird like side platformer like 8-bit looking games built in Unity and then I saw that Tarkov was and I was like, whoa, thanks. It actually looks pretty good sometimes. <sighs> in the right light. Um, I don't know. Anything else you wanted to add? What we talked about? Uh, Not too much. I just know you're excited to go play 2042 after this. Dude warming it up already thinking about it i can't wait to get in those end around screens and hear angel and mckay give their awesome lines their awesome immersive one-liners and then hear ham groan and like almost throw up every time he hears them <laughs> just not what i want to play can't do it man oh uh, your mic again we can try some uh We can uh we can do some Halo. We could we can try Infinite together and uh It is cross platform, right? Video. Yeah. Nice. Unfortunately. What do you mean? You love playing with PC players. What uh what annoys me is they can go into text chat way faster than I can when we're talking shit to each other. Mm. That's my big How do you even issue. text chat with a controller? Can you? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I can plug in like a USB mouse or a USB keyboard, but I uh, I have to hold the start button and then hit right trigger to open the chat box, and then I can type, set the controller down, type, pick up controller, hit A to send, exit the start or exit the menu, and then back in the game. It's oh, exciting. you're at a major shit talking disadvantage. That's rough. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And that's so it's not game balance. It's text chat. That's cool. Right. I see I see how it is. Um yeah, I'd like to try that. I the the last Spartan standing mode isn't out until like later, right? Like a couple of days later or something. If I remember right. Uh I have no idea what the cadence is. I'm just pretty sure the battle pass at least came out like yesterday. We'll see. <laughs> I wanna try the last Spartan standing mode. I'm a I'm a PR prior like that. I, they get me every time. I have to try them. I just have to try them. I haven't played uh I haven't played uh the Blood Hunt that Shark Mob made. Oh the yeah, the Vampire yeah. BR. I haven't tried that yet. I've watched a little bit of it. A lot of people really like it. I don't know if it's for me, but a mm -hmm. lot of people really like it. Might have to give that a go. I definitely want to try Battle Bit. <laughs> I'm gonna be a Minecraft Battlefielder. It's gonna be great. Love it. And then, yeah, I'll probably just be uh, 
hanging out, playing uh, Siege, Tarkov, a little bit of Rebirth, Halo, waiting for uh, Trying to Embark Studios and Infinity Ward. I'm trying to think if there's any other good games out right now. Yeah, I don't know. How's have you Especially played on console? Have you played Siege on console? I dude, I played that in like 2015 when it actually came out. I can't. I couldn't stand it then. I can't stand it now. Oh, get <laughs> real. Nah. Game of culture. The game of culture. I play 2042. I am a man of culture. Man of something. Not about culture. I think I I am like half a level away from S zero zero one baby. Are you serious? I <laughs> I played uh, when I played a couple weeks ago when my Twitch chat got me to finally launch it because they wouldn't stop talking about it. I was sad because the game I played I got off of level sixty nine. I quit playing at 69. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm like 71 now. Now that the stats tracker's up, have you seen Energize Knight? Have you seen his stats? I saw he was at the top of everybody by like an insane amount. Like, we're talking like thousands and thousands and thousands of games and kills. Like, it's it's insane. <laughs> I guess... Uh, your mic again. I guess... I guess it would be different if you were making decent money playing it, but even then, like, I don't know if I could play it. But I mean, his, I saw uh, he posted some stuff on Twitter about how, like, his, his Twitch and stuff was really growing from playing it, like, when it released. So, I mean, he was just out there grinding it. Like, <laughs> that's insane, dude. I don't know how you do that. That would put me, like, that would put me in such a weird mental state, like playing a game. Like, I'd be thankful that I could play a game for a living, but at the same time, it would start to suck to go to work. But I I feel like where they have that API where they where that R six tracker works now I feel like you could get a full could you not get like a full player count now? Like, uh, what do you mean? They would be able to since they're pulling stats from an API they would be able to see like how many active players there are I would think. Ooh, uh, on like I'm console sure. stuff too. That'd be interesting. I'm gonna reveal your stats to the. The lobby to the oh, don't chat. do that i don't know don't you have to yeah. enable something for it to work even what even is your name crash fps uh i can't even find you it would say you're private oh I'm uh, the fps got me what a one word crash yeah fps don't do it i'm looking for it i i, I don't think i enabled my uh account that might be Wait, what do you play on? Origin. Steam. Origin. Origin. Yikes. What? Yeah, I, I can't find you. <laughs> I can't find you. Crash. Yes, there I am. Loading sets. Private profile. I have to change Ooh. following settings in game. General shared data usage and on. Ah. I'm, I'm secured. I don't want... I want people being able to get my battlefield stats. You know what they could do to me if they saw my stats? I'm sure okay, here's here's uh, Energize Knight. 105,000 kills. 2,600 matches played. How many? 
2,600 matches, 105,000 kills. Does that say hours? I'm looking. Holy crap. It just go to leaderboards for KD on uh, Xbox. That's wild. That is actually insane. Holy cow. Oh, time blade. There it is. He's second he's second place with nine hundred and sixty three hours. There is a man with one thousand five hundred and thirty hours in this game. T's and P's for that guy, man. T's and P's. Wow. That is insane, actually. How could you do that? That's terrifying. I think I have like 40 hours and that's all I can handle. Crazy. Um Yeah. You got got a little bit of time for if anybody has uh some questions in chat. I think that's uh that sums up what we wanted to talk about pretty well. The battlefield conversation was Pressing. It's so sad. Um, yeah, I think your mic's doing it again. Uh, yeah, it is. Chat. If you guys have any questions, might leave uh leave questions open for just a little bit, a few minutes. See if anybody wants to talk about anything. Two thousand eighty hours in a work year. So that's almost eight hours a day. That's like almost a full-time job. 1500 hour guy. I'm going to take a shot that this man does not have a job. <laughs> or that is his job. Like he, I, he's some professional streamer. I don't know of just uh just a shot in the dark. You're going to say, yeah. I hope he's like 14 years old. Just like <laughs> doesn't go to school or he's just like, just graduated like 17. Doesn't do anything, just plays. T's and P's. That could be it. I worry about that guy. Or gal. <clears throat> I worry about that person. Um <laughs> Clark says, How close were you to recreating the tornado scene in real life? Yeah. Yeah, I had the uh the battlefield trailer tried to uh pop off in my backyard there for a minute. It was definitely a little sketchy. About five miles away. Dude, I got some insane pictures of that. It was so scary even though it was far away. I had a couple of friends that were really close to it. I was really worried for them. But yeah, we had an EF3 tornado. I don't know if you can see it very good, but like. Well, here, this is, this is bad. Podcast listener, I'm sorry. I love autofocus. <laughs> the one podcast listener is like, what the hell are you talking about? But yeah. That was wild. It was crazy because it was like, uh, there was no, usually when we have tornadoes, there's a ton of rain and they're rain wrapped and you can't see them or it's dark, which is super cool. Um, but yeah, that one was like broad daylight. It wasn't really raining very much. And I mean, if I would have had a wingsuit, I probably would have ran into it, but I didn't. So kind of stayed away. Do you think we'll get to season four? I'll let you take that one, USA. Do you think it'll get to season four? 
if season one does very well, that's I think it really comes down to season one. With the if season one does well, season two, season three, we can ramp up. But I don't know. EA might be trying to get out of this as soon as possible. Yeah, I think they kind of don't. They kind of have to get to season four with like the the wording in the it's, ultimate it's three edition. Or four. It's, yeah, it's three or four. A year, a year of content or something is how they have it worded well that's i guess that's not that much if it's one map a year um <laughs> that's wild i don't know if it will or not get this i think it'll get to season four but like how extensive it's going to be i definitely agree with usa it's like it's going to have to be really good for them to keep doing it i think if season one is man players don't come back to it and people don't buy the battle pass and people don't buy cosmetics and stuff like that you're going to see like bare minimum seasons move forward not going to put yeah. Yeah, just buy the skins, make them happy. Give EA more money, they'll do yeah, it. Yeah, because you, you didn't pay enough for the <laughs> game up front. They're going to need just a little bit more from you. Oh, uh, your mic again. Would you rather, the, the infamous question, would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses? Duck-sized horses. Really? A hundred yeah. of them? You know, fra- you know how fragile horses are, like IRL. I'm incredibly, I'm incredibly aware. Clark <laughs> and Chad is gonna, he's gonna laugh at this one because <laughs> he knows I'm incredibly aware how fragile they are. That's true, dude. All you gotta, all you gotta do is just like kick in a front leg. It's over. It's done. Just start yeah. swinging in a circle with their legs. Actually, if you just wait, they'll probably hurt themselves, dude. They're always trying to kill themselves. As a horse owner, that is my job. It's just to keep them from killing themselves. It's yeah. I guess that makes sense. You'd probably just wait. Yeah, my uh, I don't know if I told you this. My dad is a blacksmith. He's a farrier, so uh, oh. he has to deal with that on the daily. Very yep. familiar with that. Yeah, my, <laughs> my wife is a horse lady, so we have two of them. And horse lady. That's that's the official term I've heard. Horse I think it lady. is. She's a horse lady. Uh, man, I just, I don't know. I kind of, just for the fun, I kind of want to go after a horse-sized duck. I just want to see what happens. I don't know. It doesn't have, like... It's too much weight. Fist to punch. I guess so. Mm. I'd go for the neck. I would 100% go for the neck. Try to choke it out. Choke it out. Even lift, bro. I actually did today, even. I did, bro. <laughs> yeah, I knew Clark would think that's pretty funny. <laughs> Cause yeah, we've had good horses. I honestly say this all the time. I like as if you if you wanted to refute evolution, like the one thing you could just say is horses. How in the hell did yeah. they survive to before humans? Like how did something like evolve into a horse? Like how it's built like it doesn't it's it's incredibly inefficient doesn't make any sense it defies evolution in my opinion but it's an anomaly but good questions chat good questions good questions the duck question <laughs> oh that's so funny we got to fragile horse talk dude i have nightmares about those things um but yeah if there's nothing else in chat we can uh we can let oh you see me in the bidet gang dude if you use toilet paper you're an actual savage you're a heathen 
Like, get it together. I'm glad you're still chanting this like six months on. I'll never stop. I'm like, I'm like the Johnny Appleseed of bidets. I'm like crash bidet seed. Like I got like all my friends on it and like, I'm just trying to make people's lives better. Like, so you have people that are like, man, I want to be a teacher. Or I want to be a doctor. I want to be a firefighter. I want to help people. And I'm like, I want to help people too. I want everyone to have clean heinies and love life. And so I teach the way of the bidet and that's how I help people. And it's beautiful. That's how, that's why I do it. That's it. I mean, doing the Lord's work out here. Somebody's got to do it. People aren't just going to think about bidets one day. Somebody's got to talk about it. I'm that guy. How long did we talk about bidets when we were playing Hazard Zone? It was weird. It was like an hour. Uh, was, was, uh, was Ham there? Oh, yeah. Uh, Ham probably kept it going. He probably had questions. <laughs> he probably did. Ah, the way of the bidet. Yeah, I might have to make a video. No, that wouldn't be a good video. But uh, your mic again. But yeah, I'll probably uh, I'll probably let you go. I uh, appreciate everything. Uh, thanks, chat, for everyone for being here. Uh, to the podcast listener, appreciate you very much. Uh, Tom Henderson for stopping in. That was super cool. And I really, really appreciate it, everyone. You guys are awesome. Again, I do this podcast because it gives me like at least one video a week I get to make. If I don't feel like making Battlefield videos, <laughs> I still get to make a video a week, so it's fun. I appreciate everyone for indulging me on this shitty show. It wasn't shitty today because we had USA Specialist. Thank you so much for being here, man. Taking the time to do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go look at Mike's right now. I'm gonna throw this thing out a window. You're, you're welcome back on the show anytime. After you purchase a new mic, let me, yeah, let me get a new mic, uh, and I'll throw this. I'll throw this in the toilet with my new bidet. Yeah, clean it off with the bidet and then send it down the spare way. So, all right, man, I super appreciate it. We'll end the show there, guys. Thanks for everything, and we will see you next week. Bye.